Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. SUS News Podcast Series, where we interview newsmakers and discuss the news and applications relevant to the global unmanned technologies community. I'm your program host, Patrick Egan, and as we always do at this time, we say hello and welcome to our co-host, Mr. Gene Robinson. Hello, Patrick, and uh, I think this is going to be one of those shows where we're just not going to have enough time, and there is so much to talk about this week. <laughs> what? When what? is there anything ever to speak of on this subject? <laughs> I'm at a loss for words right now. We're 30 seconds in now. Um, yeah, there's a ton of stuff going on, Gene, but, uh, you know, we'll we'll, uh, we'll get through some of that, dissect some of that, and then uh, talk about the subject matter, which is going to be interesting and near and dear to what you're doing, and then also interested to me. I, you know, Like you said, that the 45 minutes, it just does not enough, but... It has to be because we have to get it somewhere. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've had some, some interesting uh, podcasts already this year. They've been actually pretty good. And I'm looking uh, – that's kind of reinvigorated the whole series for me. It's not just that Egan guy, you know, uh, modeling, you know, and complaining and, and grinding on that poor uh, FAA because we know they're doing a great job. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Right, Gene? <laughs> Yeah, you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, before we 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 go there, let's let's talk about uh, some other things. What else is going on? I know you've been out at the uh, the farm and working out. Oh, you there. know, yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, you know that that's kind of the mainstay for me. But uh, I, I've I've had a little bit more fun this week. Uh, I actually, got. Uh, some of the, the folks that we trained and, and took them out there, and they get to see what's going on. They get to fly their aircraft. And, you know, one of the things that uh, I'm always pleased about is that, you know, when I advise people to do something and they take my advice and uh, they purchase the equipment that we need, then I can invite them back out and we can, you know, fly their stuff and, and do some really cool research with it. So, you know, I just say, I say that tongue-in-cheek, but, you know, they, they're actually using the stuff, you know, for investigations and that sort of thing, but uh, I get to give them a little practice out there. So, yeah, just uh, posted a video up on my channel about the uh, Bear County SO, the sheriff's office. I, yeah, I'm bad with acronyms, but uh, got that, got that out there, and uh, you know, just kind of, kind of start cranking on some training stuff, and uh, you know, try to get them, keep getting the word out, you know. Well, you know, that's. Uh... That's an excellent news. Got to keep that going. Got to keep the learning happening. Um, you know, I was talking about that, how it's in the field is where it's all happening. I've been uh, 
working and uh, spending a lot of time in the the backwoods with the new truck. And uh, right. And I'm happy with that thing. I haven't made the first payment yet, so it's all honeymoon uh, phase now. <laughs> Until that comes rolling in, but hey, you know, it's it's great. I'm loving it. Uh, way way far back there in the woods, um, and it's a good time. I got to get my money's worth out of this California. You know, I, I like to say that all of what's really worth anything in California with gifts given to us by God, the weather, the geography, it's great. The rest of it, hard to deal with. But uh, anyway. Uh, besides all of that, we uh, we did get you know the, the the 21st did come and go, and then and, you know I see all of these news stories on all of the uh, major outlets. Oh, you know it's it's on uh, drones are now. It's like you can it's going to facilitate delivery and be on visual line of sight. And you're going to be flying over people and oh. You know, my my main thing with it is, is you got you know like tens of thousands of content creators on YouTube now that could come back into the uh, <laughs> lawful fold with drones, because you know you never see anybody flying over people, and I know all of these like streaming service um, productions. I you know they're blocking off all the streets in the L.A. and San Francisco and everywhere else, so they're they're not flying over people illegally, you know, and all the rest of that stuff. <laughs> and whatnot. So now they get to come back into the, uh, you know, into the the, the law-abiding fold. What, what do you think? Yeah, you know, I thought that was pretty interesting too. And, and one of the things that popped into my head is that didn't we tell them we could do this about five years ago? Yeah, it was much harder than the flying at night thing. You know, I mean, when we were flying at night, it's safer. You know, the lights are bright, man. You know, you can see. You can see the uh, you can see them pretty well, um, you know, with the lights and whatnot, and fly at night, which is also you know remember uh, I don't know I guess it was probably a year or two ago they were crowing about all of the waivers they were giving out oh all these waivers are coming in and we have like a ninety percent you know I even forget what the bullcrap numbers were but they were crowing about you know how successful that the that the program was because they were issuing all of these waivers and they were the nighttime waivers. That, that should have never even been in the rule, which I told Jim Williams. You know, I I, uh, I I just, I think back on this stuff, Gene, and it's just like, you know, you remember the, remember the, the, the after the small UAS arc, we had the UAS arc and the arc kappa we tried to get on that. They snuck that one by, announced it had been in the works for six months or a year, kept it under wraps. And then they, they launched the UAS arc and, and uh, lied to us. Peggy Gilligan and Jim Williams repeatedly lied that there would, wouldn't be any talk of small UAS or the commercial or any of that stuff. And then so they let the DOD vendors figure that all out. So, you know, when you got some of the um, some of the stuff that we're saying we're going for now and going, oh, golly, we could do all of this stuff. Uh, with this new rule, basically all of the what, what wasn't in there, what was in the new rule, was, was kind of kiboshed by the DOD vendors on your secret public-private rulemaking process. So it, it's really not a lot for me to celebrate. I, I don't really uh, even this flying over people thing. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be the uh, you know uh, aircraft under 250 grams you can fly over people, or is it even less? Or should you just go by a selfie stick? Did you read the tripe? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read it. I mean, you know, if you're a Part 107 pilot and you uh, work within the guidelines therein, you should be able to fly no problem. And, you know, I, I, my, my waiver, I had a, a night waiver as well, and uh, it expired in February, and I was just about to hit up our friend uh, Johnny Ruprecht over there to see if he'd write me another one, and then I got kind of word that it was going to come out, and sure enough, um, you know, it's uh, it, it's there, and you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, uh, they move at the speed of government, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, it's, it's like a narcoleptic snail or something. Yeah, you know? Well, pretty much, yeah. Well, and I guess, uh, uh, you know, uh, me and Gary uh, Mortimer did a uh, hangout with uh, Mr. Rubrick and the other gentleman, the FBB company that's uh, funding the uh, the latest, let's say, uh, contesting the the RID thing, and I guess that really, you know, pissed some people off because uh, you know there's some uh, disassociation going on and Oh God, I would tell you give that guy airtime. Why did you even, you know, like, uh, I, you know, I don't know if anybody realizes it. I don't know what lawyers do, right? You know, they take on clients, and clients feel like they have a grievance, and then you know they. So, you know, yada, yada. I, it, I, it's just like some kind of, what, you know, what is this? Are we living in, uh, you know, the, the USSR, you know, or something, man? I, I, you know, I just don't even get it. So, and then, you know, the other thing, I hate to break it to people, but the news thing is, you know, part of, uh, you know, a free society where, like, you see something or something comes up and you report on it. So people kind of have an understanding that, hey, you know, we're not all singing kumbaya on the uh, crapola. But uh, I don't know. You know, that's been a that's been a thing kind of being in the news business since the uh, R-Camper reporter. Because any time you shine a little light on, uh, you know, the sausage factory, people go nuts. And, you know, Patrick, as a pilot, uh, I'm really having a hard time trying to figure out how I'm supposed to address air traffic control now. I, you know. Well, I could I could give you some suggestions. <laughs> they may not be good ones, but no, go ahead. <laughs> but, you know, I, I usually say, sir, when I, when I talk to him, but do, what do I say now? It? Because, you know, they, what we're doing with the uh, gender-neutral stuff these days, they had the time to do that, right? Oh, and the resources. You know, they, they got these people so snowed. You know, I am so tired of the experts on LinkedIn. I know our guest is probably over there cringing. He's probably like, oh, holy mackerel, what did I get myself into? Don't worry, buddy, <laughs> Antonio. You are not the first guy to think that coming on the program. But – uh no, uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm all for progress, and you know, you know, we got to winnow out the Neanderthals and all the rest of that stuff, and you know, I'm, I've, I've spent most of my time in a cave, um, but you know, the thing is with me, you know, we're, we're rolling forward. I mean, I got the same notice on uh, Grammarly. Ooh, unmanned could be gender biased. Hey, I got a plan. Let's upset the apple cart, and I don't really care if you want to do all of that. But my thing is, is okay. So if you say you have, you know, 100% resources, and you're dedicating 50% to the progress, and that takes 50% away from things that we really need, like really flying over people and really flying beyond visual line of sight, not the extended visual line of sight with, you know, um, you know, observers. Or doing the good old boy thing and helping companies out like Precision Hawk or whatever, you know, they're saying willy-nilly because they have, you know, uh, 
lobbyists and, and that's another one, man. I, I got to work on that. I'm so busy, but I'm going to blow the lid off of the whole. We're going to see that most 90% of the people that are experts, including the people over at the FAA, UASIO, are totally clueless. And it is, it's coming. Just, you know, it's one of those deals. As soon as I get some time and a little bread to, uh, to put that together, that, that one's going to make the uh, Precision Hawk, you know, year-long uh, waiver thing look like uh, Candyland. So hopefully we'll get that together. The other one that cheeses me off is I'm starting to think that people really like all of this uh, ill treatment. Because uh, even the people that are getting all this money with the VC money think, oh, yeah, Beyond Visual Insight, that's coming out with the, oh, and, and, and we're going to be doing that in, in like a year. It's going to be great. I'm like, you really believe that after all this time, that that Beyond Visual Insight thing is like a year away and the UTM and all the rest of that stuff? I mean, you know, I know you don't believe that crap. <laughs> you know, I've been, I, I, I fell for that prom date stuff, you know, in the early 2000s several times. Oh, guy, oh, yeah, oh, that sounds great. Yeah, and then I got tired of looking like a chump. But I think some people yeah. like to look like chumps. And even now, you know, we were talking before the show with our guests. And uh, I go, you know, it's, I, I, I've been kind of busy and I'm not really paying attention to the news. And you read all of this, it sounds very exciting. Like lots of progress is being made. And we're going to be doing all of this stuff, you know, this by summertime, you know. And then uh, you sit back and analyze it for about 10 seconds and you go, are these people nuts? So anyway, we'll see how it rolls out. But uh, that, that, that's kind of what I see. I mean, what do you, you know, you're reading through the same news that I am. What, what are you thinking of this, uh, these new developments? Well, you know, the thing is, it's happening so fast and furious these days that uh, it's kind of hard to keep up with. I don't, I don't think the the RID thing is going to be. We're not going to be able to implement that as quickly as they would like to. Quite honestly, I don't think they can. Even for ADSB, they gave us what you know, four years or something like that to, to get ADSB, and there's still a lot of folks that aren't using. Me included, I don't have an ADSB in my plane. Um, and I think it's going to be pretty similar to RAD. Um, I think we saw a huge contingent of non-compliant pilots for a long time. You see the numbers going down on on uh, 107 renewals and that sort of thing. Um, I, I just don't think there's going to be a lot of folks out there that are going to be towing the line like we used to. You know what I mean? I would concur with that. And, uh, you know, it's uh, proven out by watching the YouTube or Netflix or Disney or, you know, I don't, whatever streaming, so Hulu, you know, whatever you want to watch. Um, you know, not, people are, get out of here. And then, uh, you know, the, the other deal is, is, you know, they don't have the resources to, to make the FOIA request. I just got one back three years Three years ago, something simple. I was basically asking for a uh, personnel roster for the integration office. Oh, still working on that one. (laughs) I I already have a copy. I guess I could send it to him and, you know, cut out the middleman, but whatever the case. And then uh, also the enforcement thing. I mean, you know, and I've said this since the ARC, you know, it's like you you can can have all the rules you want if you don't have an enforcement plan. They don't even have the money to leave the FISDO besides a telephone call. You know, that is it. So even these people with the enforcement, they think they're watching the YouTube videos. Somebody, your competition or a hater has to drop the dime on you. 
Then the FISDOs got to contact the home office and make sure it's okay that they go after whoever it is. And then, you know, Merkel or somebody else at the UASIO has got to give them the green light before they can even go ahead and do anything. I mean, I, I had two investigations where you had, you know, legal, the, the head legal people at the FAA say this was in a, you know, illegal operation and, uh, you know, hey, let's fire up in a, an investigation and look at the log books and, uh, you know, UASIO management, I guess Jay Merkel shut it down twice, you know, so, and they, they didn't have any, uh, you know, I can't even, the phone call, you know, I got 10 minutes on the phone call, the uh, wrong person gave me the wrong info, I, it's just a circus, so all of these rules and the safety of the NAS and all the rest of that stuff, I find the whole concept highly dubious, but we're going to have to let that go. I know you wanted to, you, you know, you, you wanted to drill down on that, Gene, some more. But uh, we should bring on our guest. And since you know our guest, I'm going to let you introduce today's guest. Okay, yeah, uh, Antonio with uh, Box Fury Lighting. I met Antonio back in that that little Irish town of Dublin, Texas, and. Uh, <laughs> Actually, it was it was a pretty good gig. It was uh, we went to the public safety museum there, and and uh, we met with uh, uh, the 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 sheriff's office there, and uh, Antonio and uh, our friend Mark Langley uh, and Locate donated some equipment to him. And anyway, we uh, we put on a pretty good little drill there, I think. And uh, so, without further ado, Antonio. Why don't you introduce yourself, and uh, let's find out about what you're doing. Yeah, you got it. Well, thanks, Gene, and uh, that that was a lot of fun. I did very much enjoy meeting you. I mean, it was back in January, and this year feels like a short and long one at the same time. So my name is Antonio Cugini. I do business development for Fox Free Lighting Solutions. I've been with the company since we started in 2003. I've also been uh, with the company ever since they got into drones in uh, 2016 and 17. So uh, I don't, I'm not a pilot or anything like that. I assist the industry. I work with uh, departments uh, helping uh, uh, pay, kind of pave the way for, for night stuff. And uh, I work with uh, several of the manufacturers as well. Interesting. So did we, I'm surprised you're still on the uh, on the call after that rant I just went on. And click. And that was a good rant, though. That. Okay, good. We didn't scare you. <laughs> you know, sometimes people are like, "Oh, my holy mackerel!" Um, all right. Well, so yeah, we got you out here. Now, the, the Fox Fury. I want to talk about Fox Fury because it's not just drones. I, I know that uh, you, you guys have a uh, target customer base and whatnot. Why don't, why don't you kind of tell us about Fox Fury, which you, you know, what the ethos of the company, who your uh, core customers are, whatever else. Because it's been around for a long time, and then you guys kind of got into the drones. But, you know, for the, for the benefit of the audience, why don't you give us kind of a, hey, this is, this is what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, Patrick, because you went into that uh, California comments, I, you know, I got I to gotta start with where we started because I think a lot of people don't realize it. And sometimes uh, um, it's the relationships that uh, kind of propel uh, a company into going places that it, it didn't imagine. So in 03, the idea came up to create a uh, headlamp, like a, like a light that goes on the head, not, um, not anything attached to a vehicle, that would allow someone to uh, surf like the Pacific Ocean. Uh, for example, at night. And and that's where it all started. I mean, we had no intentions of ever getting into drones or public safety or anything like that. 
And uh, the thought was, you know, it gets busy during the day. What if we could? And we have a team of engineers that like that kind of challenge, and stuff had to be water resistant, and it had to be really durable. It had to see through uh, silt and sediment if someone went underwater. And uh, we just never managed to get that, that product line off the ground. It was just a lot of engineering that went into it, but we displayed it at, at certain shows, and uh, we met people in public safety because the one thing I've learned so much about public safety is there's so many um, first responders out there that have a second job or a real like hardcore uh, passion and hobby. One of them was an adventure racer, and uh, they were also a firefighter, and they said, can you make the light you know, fire resistant? And we said, I think so, because we were making them really durable. And then we, you know, did some fire shows, and someone said, "Wow, you know, can 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 I use this thing for forensics? Like, could you put a UV, you know, light in that thing?" And you know, back in '03, you know, we were all LED. Nobody cared about LEDs back then. They were expensive. They were, you know, they were uh, kind of cute, but you know, who cares? And uh, literally, the company just grew in that fashion. Somebody would present with. Uh, with an opportunity or, or a gap that they foresaw in the industry and just said, can you help? And uh, so we've basically in that 18-year uh, span kind of become a, a, a – kind of cut, in, cut a, 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 a expectation, if you will, of being a, um, an A to Z kind of uh, public safety solutions company where we do everything from UV to IR lighting, um, sky to ground, even underwater. Um, and uh, a lot of specialty work, including drones. Yeah, uh, you know, this is we also uh, we're like technology fans here, so I want to unpack that a little bit because you did, you know, you talked about the LEDs, and I remember, you know, in the early two thousands when the LEDs, I mean, the LEDs were around, but they weren't very bright, and it was, you know, kind of a hassle and all the rest of that. So. I don't yep. remember the LEDs because I was using them in projects too. I'm like, oh god, this is great. You know, the uh, energy consumption's low. They're really bright. Like you said, there's IR. They're different colors. They're programmable. You know, the the uh, sky's kind of the limit on this deal. This is uh, just keeps giving. You know, so uh, um, you know, and I've done. Uh, I've got the old pencil helmet. You know, for some splunking with the uh, the old funky battery light. I'm sure, you've seen those before. I forget even how many. Oh yeah. Light that is, it's a some funk. I don't even know if you can get those batteries anymore. But uh, you know, and you'd be somewhere where it was dark, and you're God, this light sucks. You know, um, very frustrating. So I did see the headlight, you know, the headlamps or a headlight, uh, which are very handy in dark positions or dark uh, places. But um, so that progressed, and you got into uh, different products. I mean, are these products? stuff that people ask for like you said you have customers that are usually uh, doing are passionate about something or doing a job or you guys hey we want this kind of light or you're like hey you know what we're on uh, we're out here with people in the field testing this stuff and i think we could come up with something like x like you know the scene light's a good example to, you know uh is that something you came up with is it something that somebody asked you to uh to, to develop what what happened there yeah, so Gene met my dad back in January, and you know my dad is uh, my my dad is the creator for a lot of this stuff, and and uh, you know there's that there's that uh, fine line between uh, genius and insanity, um, and he he kind of rides it sometimes. He has this gift for being able to see the state of things, and then 
coming up with a solution that fixes the current gap, but it fixes the gap that's to come. So he created that thing mostly from a from a fire perspective, because so much of the lighting, um, especially back then, was um, was either tethered to the uh, fire truck, or mm-hmm. it was you know really big uh, you know stuff that required generators. And he was just looking at that, saying, "There's a way to make this uh, you know all self-contained and faster." And uh, you know the initial one, you know we've been doing this now for about 11 years, so. Uh, I want to say, Gene, uh, you'll love this, uh, that some of the lights that you have, I mean, honestly, I think we stopped counting at like 72 revisions on the bazooka-style <laughs> one. It's just all that feedback of, you know, we sit in a chair, you know, Patrick, let me just be blunt, you know, Gene, Gene's in the field, we're not. We talk to people in the field, but, you know, the craziest thing happens, it's like the person in another country has different objectives and different policies, and, and they, they run calls different, and so... We just hear all this feedback, and it's a wow. That's a great point. We never thought about you know that. And uh, someone, bra- and, you know, public safety people are really hard on equipment. <laughs> so well, lots of changes. Lots and, of changes. And, and I will vouch for that. But uh, Antonio kind of quickly glossed over the fact that he did donate two lights to RP Search Services. And I got to use them Tuesday night. And let me tell you what, those guys are bright Alpha Fox tribe. Okay. They, um, I, I set up, we were doing extrication training, night extrication training, and I was supposed to be flying the drone to video all of this stuff. And I had to be set away from where all the bright lights were on the truck. So I set up that light in my LZ, in my landing zone, and uh, I set the handheld up so that it was pointed up to the sky. And I could take off and I could watch my drone go up, you know, 40 feet and still have good visual on it before I moved over to the accident scene. So, I mean, that was perfect for me to be able to, to get that light up above my head, shining down on my landing pad so I didn't have it in my eyes. And uh, it, it worked out great all the way around, just as an LZ light. So it was, that was a good one for me. Well, I think you got a T-shirt idea there, Antonio. Yes. As bright as Alpha <laughs> Fox Trot. Right there. Gene Robinson. Um, yeah, well, you know, uh, as somebody who's worked out of a truck for many years, um, you know, stuff gets, you know, it, it, it just not, it's not a kid gloves thing. You know, uh, we got to set up. Time is of the essence. You know, you're, and uh, you know, there's there's one thing I can't stand. It's cheap garbage. You know, and that's not. I'm not even doing anything where anybody's life is on the line. You know, but I, uh, I've been known to get frustrated and throw stuff. Uh, properly, I don't know if that's happened to you guys. But, uh, I, I will have to tell you that uh, I walked in with that light slung over my shoulder, and there was a couple of guys, older guys like me, that, you know, as soon as I walked in the door, they said, where'd you get the Law's Rocket? <laughs> I can't tell you, you know. Uh, no. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's great. And So, you know, you're out in the field with this stuff, and it's going. And what I do want to, you know, of course, this is we're kind of like a drone-centric show even though we're in the technology mm-hmm. and all the rest of that stuff so now you know I, I like it and as I said before we got on here you know I've, I've heard about you guys I've heard about you oh Tony is a good guy we, we never really cross paths uh, you know uh, or whatever and I've known about you guys and heard about you guys um, and I you know I'm like, 
one day we're going to catch up with these guys and we're going to figure this out. So here we are today. And before today, you know, I, did, I thought it was all drones. Uh, but we talked about the other products. We talked about, uh, I guess, your, your dad's the, uh, the engineering powerhouse behind this deal. He's probably an interesting guy. If he's, he's making products and developing products like this, he's probably a pretty interesting guy. I'm going to go out on a limb. Yeah, I'll let Gene answer that question. I'll say yes. Uh. (laughs) Give us some insight, Gene. Oh, does he like to talk, Patrick? Well, he's probably excited. He's passionate. I can tell he's passionate about this this technology because, I mean, the products look top-notch. So, you know, proof's in the pudding, right? Yeah. So... Okay, so let's let's you know let's talk about uh, the drone applications. I just come from Best Buy and I got in the car and drive down the road about three miles. I'm a drone expert and I need some lighting. Let's talk about your uh, your lighting for for drones. What what do we got? Yeah, so um, you know, and and this is the general topic to Patrick. You know, one of the things that you know before I answer that question, I think the hardest thing is when you say lighting for drones. I think people really don't necessarily know what's possible, and and I think that's kind of the educational gap that I see. So you know, the FAA will you know, and and CAA and so forth. You know, they'll say for night flight, you just need a, a light that can uh, you know be seen from three statue miles or whatever. The, equivalent uh, thing is. So we've got lights that will meet, uh, you know, the anti-collision, you know, night flight uh, requirements uh, for different areas. So we have small format lights that will will easily fit that, but there's a lot of work, and I swear, like, every year that I've done this, there's, like, a new hot topic in drones. It used to be bridge inspection, and then it was, like, indoor tactical, and then it was reconstruction, and so there's always, like, a new hot topic, and, uh, you know, the cameras are getting so good that, the ability for that light, separate of just blinking, um, to amplify what the camera sees, even though the cameras are getting much better in low light, is a big deal. So we have some lights that will be um, like the D10 and D3060. Those work really great uh, inside of like 50 feet in terms of amplifying what the camera can see. We have other lights like the Rugo that you know can go maybe 100 feet, you know maybe probably closer to like 75, and amplify what the camera sees. So if that's uh, interior SWAT application where they're trying to find out who's inside or if they're, you know, doing anything like a search and rescue, you know, that definitely helps find out what that is um, and give any, like, actionable intel. And then we've made the the larger light, the D100 that we had fun with with, uh, with Gene out in, uh, in, in January for, like, the Autel Evo 2. And then that is, you know, that's more of your um, traditional uh, searchlight. Um, the challenge for us is we've always try to do it by the book. Uh, we've always tried to work directly with um, the drone manufacturers. It's, you know, drones, it's, there's so much of it is liability, uh, and so much of it is just making sure that there isn't uh, a, a catastrophic small or large error that, you know, grounds the the the, the UAS or the program, you know, in the event of a, of a big mistake. So everything from there, like I just mentioned, uh, everything from like a Mavic Mini style all the way to um, larger ones, and then uh, we do have some IR uh, lighting applications or, or models as well. I, yeah, I'm on the website. I noticed that, you know, I'm like, uh, you know, I, I was thinking there was going to be a couple of, um, you know, let's say products, but uh, you actually have a uh, boatload of products and some of them are, let's say, uh, system specific. 
And I yeah. did also notice you got the IR light we got going here. You got spotlights. You got uh, there's there's actually a lot of uh, choices and whatnot. I, I'm pretty surprised. And uh, the quick swap power pack, I like that. Um, mm-hmm. That somebody was uh, using the noodle there. Because that's another one, you know, the light, you have it all charged up and you're dead, man. You got a light that's no charge, dead in the water. What am I going to do with this? So what, what's this like with this quick swap? Is it actually quick swap or is that marketing yeah, uh, uh, rhetoric? No, it's quick swap. And, and you know, what kind of got us into drones initially in that 2016 time range is we had made a really, um, you know, uh, just a very simple – DSLR um, camera light, and uh, then it was just kind of that obvious thing of, you know, a, a drone is a flying camera. This is kind of like obvious, right? So it was obvious that that would be a, uh, at least to me, that that would be a, a, a future use case for it. So it was made, you know, for a photographer to be able to quickly uh, change a battery out. I mean, I think it can be done pretty quickly. I'd say you take one out and replace it in 15 seconds. I would say that's very feasible. But then, you know, at that time, you know, Unique was coming up with that H520, 3DR had the solo, and people were like, huh, we know this is coming. Can can you do this? And so that's when we started learning about center of gravity and all that kind of fun stuff. But, but yeah, the yes. Rigo works well. And uh, Gene, have you, have you, uh, you had any of this stuff uh, strapped on the drone or what? No, actually, uh, we but we did get to play with it when we were in Dublin with the gym. I thought that was pretty cool. Antonio, you need to tell them about what we did there. Oh man, that was that was a happy accident, you know. Again, you know, Gene. I mean, that was so unexpected. So my friend uh, Eddie Weiss has this museum out in uh, in Dublin, Texas, and it's amazing. He's got some incredible stuff in there. And after um, Gene talked and and Mark talked about his program, we kind of did a educational um, kind of thing for the community. We had a, a night, you know, an outdoor night. Uh, kind of exercise planned and you know just our luck it rained and so we went into a gym and i had never had a chance to use the locate heard wonderful things about it i have a friend monica england that introduced me to Jean. she said something about it uh mark langley had told me about locate and so i was like this is interesting stuff so we decided to, to test out not only the the locate uh software but also the d100 spotlight in a empty basketball gymnasium and that was you know, um, you know, not not to do a massive plug for locate here, but it's one thing to hear about something and and hear that it can work. And you know, Patrick, you know, prior to this, we were talking about the marketing, right? And some mm-hmm. stuff. If you're not ready for prime time, or it's just all marketing, uh, just to to shut the lights off in a gym that was as yellow and green as it got. That was a school colors with super reflective. Uh, uh, surfaces and we put a couple things down. We put a penny. We put a I think a red uh, you know remove before flight uh, little like keychain uh, thing down, and we put one of my um, yellow business cards down. And I'll be damned, you know, Gene found all three pretty quickly uh, with I mean with the software and the light. But you know, Gene was able to show that 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 technology worked every bit as well as was advertised. I to be to, and to be honest with you, I didn't. I was very skeptical. I didn't. I said, you know, the color is going to be wrong. The light temperature is different, and it's too dark, and yeah. it ain't happening. Yeah. And I was just as surprised as everybody else. Trust me. 
Yeah, well, and and that's that part. That's how you know it's legit, right? When it works, it's like just, you know, you don't think it's going to work, and then you're like, huh, look at that. And I don't know why. What, what's up with all this cynicism, Gene? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I don't know what I don't know. Uh, yeah, and, I don't know. and Patrick, like, that floor was so shiny that when he's like, let's look for yellow, it was like, I've never seen so many circles pop up on a screen before. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's just like you said, I mean, that's uh, one of the things, you know, we've, I, I mean, I've heard some, uh, whew, I've heard some claims, you know, in, in yeah. my day at the drone business. Oh, God, oh, you know, farm drones, and, you know, I mean, I, you know, I'm like, I, I don't even know what any of it means, you know. I get caught up. I get swept up, and it was the same deal with the flying taxi deal. I went to the one thing, and a kid from Uber, oh, forty six cents a mile, and man, I was I was like, wow, yeah, anything's possible until about lunchtime the next day, and I was like, that guy's full of crap. Yeah. <laughs> so every once in a while, I fall for it too. But you know, um, you know, we've heard a few of these claims. Um, you know, and but uh, the proof is definitely in the pudding on that deal. And I know, uh, again, you know, you get out in the real world, you do a demo, and you know, the, the masks come off. You know, you you it's either that the dog hunts or it doesn't hunt, right, Gene? Uh, that's absolutely right. Where the rubber meets the road is where it's all going to be proven. Exactly, and there's no, uh, you know, you can't. There's, you know. Very few magic tricks one can do to, to cover it up. So that's interesting. And, and you know, you do have – I'm noticing you, know, you could uh, stuff for the parrots and DJI and Autel and whatever else. So do you kind of partner with the drone companies? Or are they, hey, yeah, this sounds good, or, eh, do whatever you want? You know, how does that work? I'm just curious from a business perspective. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, we we have a philosophy. We have a drone roadmap of uh, of where uh, we kind of see um, the industry going in terms of uh, capabilities and things like that. And you know, we've over the years we've had a lot of conversations with some of the manufacturers. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not saying anything that's like crazy here, but some of the manufacturers are easier to work with than others. Um, mm-hmm. And and you know, it's that thing of in the drone world, you know, I watch, I'll sit there sometimes and I'll watch like, where do you do this? And where do you put this? And how does this impact this sensor? And what about the center of gravity? And so our take on it is really simple. We try to do self-powered items and everybody wants integrated, but if anything were to ever, you know, happen on the light side, it could ground the whole drone. So from a liability mm-hmm. point of view, we try to keep it independently powered. But yeah, with that Exolander, like for Autel, for example, like a, that was a, a, a system that we looked at. We knew there needed it. We've been working on a drone spotlight candidly since 2016, and it was always a mounting issue, always a mounting issue. And, um, you know, a lot of the other, you know, competition to DJI just didn't really necessarily have that that figured out. You know, they, they were so far, and maybe in some cases are still so far ahead of the curve with um, – with some of that uh, R&D that, uh, you know, we approach those companies and then we just kind of find out what's, uh, what's possible. And um, it, it's just, it's, a, it's an exciting time because like you guys said, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Like we can fly that light and we know that it'll, it'll do what we're claiming it'll do. We're always very conservative with this, you know, any, any, any claims or, or any numbers that we give. 
so yeah, it's, it can be a long process, you know, as you can imagine. Um, but in the end, we feel like if we work with the manufacturers direct and, and they're satisfied with, you know, their performance and, you know, their dealers are satisfied as well, you know, that that would then – and then we do give it to people – we do give it to select people that I know will be brutally honest with feedback and beat the crap out of it and tell me, you know, how it goes, not just what we want to hear. So it's a fun process, but um, it, it's, it, it takes some time for sure. Well, yeah, and and you did uh, allude to some of the uh, limitations, and I agree with you. I'd stay totally independent too. You don't you you get you know you could get uh, into a can of worms there, and with the quick uh, you know the 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 power system, you know, quick change out or whatever. I think that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, leave their software to them, and we're doing our thing, and this works together, yep. but. I think that's a that's a prudent uh, way to think about these things. Um, yeah, I you know I mean lighting is important depending upon what you're doing and when you're doing it, uh, things like that. I do like you know like uh, I, that's one thing you should give the website so people we should have done that even earlier so people can be looking at it <laughs> as we were speaking about it. So could you do that yeah. there? Yeah, definitely. So the company is Fox Fury Lighting Solutions. The website is Fox Fury. It's F O X like the animal, and then F-U-R-Y. There's no spaces or anything like that. It's foxfree.com, and uh, we do quite a bit. We do quite a bit of specialty stuff um, in public safety and beyond. I mean, good grief. Some of these applications for drones in the in the, uh, in the the public works, in the disaster response, in the uh, construction, maintenance, et cetera, fields are, are just as amazing as public safety. This is true, and you know that was another. Even when the uh, when the 107 first came out, and the night waiver thing, and all the rest of that, you know, I remember. You know, the, the Hollywood people were like, hey, most of uh, a lot of our work happens at night, and then the first responder people were like, yes, a lot of stuff happens at night. And uh, Gene was like, yes, people are lost at night, and you know, on and on. Yeah. So. You know, it's like you have the capability or the applications because a lot of stuff does happen at night. You know, and I, and I put a memo out there. I'm like, hey, can't we just do everything during the day? You know, I mean, can't we just have emergencies during, you know, uh, the hours? How about, a, you know, right after lunch? That way we can all go to lunch, come back, and then we can work on the disaster and, uh, you know, work together. It'll be great. Call me. But um, you know, so the the lighting thing is uh, is definitely needed for so many different industries, um, and any, you know, even during the day, if you're doing stuff inside or you know under bridges or mm-hmm. you know looking at uh, well, flying inside tanks. I get, there's so many applications. That's another one that always cracks me up. Oh God, you guess what? You can use drones to you know uh, do tank inspections. No. You know, yeah, we, right, uh, Gene. You never heard any of these new uses. No, not not a one. But uh, <laughs> I, I tell you though, I, I think Patrick kind of hit on something there, Antonio. And uh, if you want to, I'll, I'll let you go ahead. And I want you to name a light, a uh, a Bravo Alpha Foxtrot light. You know, that'll be the uh, the next marketing push for you is the uh, the Bravo Alpha Fox light. Noted. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Do you want me to talk about new stuff? Uh, Gene, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't pick up what you were saying there. Or do you want me just to call it that? 
<laughs> Just you can call it that. But yeah, if you got any new stuff, what you got uh, in in the hopper? Uh, tech moves so fast, you guys. Uh, and in the drone world, um, you know, one of the craziest things about working with manufacturers is, uh, you know, they're turning uh, platforms around, you know, really fast. So. Uh, definitely working with uh, a few um, of the other um, uh, manufacturers uh, still under NDA, so I can't talk about that. But definitely working with uh, with some more of those folks. We're looking at also adding more capability. Um, I also work for um, Taxwan, which is another company. Um, it's just the uh, it's the accessories side of things. So uh, for like the Autel launch, for example, the uh, Exolander, the payload system, that's an Autel product. So we're definitely working on adding more um, capabilities to that kind of uh, uh, shell. Um, and, and, and as far as like on the scene lighting side, we're always working on how to improve uh, not only the performance uh, of the product itself, but also the quality of the lighting. So. Uh, not getting too far ahead of ourselves, but definitely working on on improving that um, documentation is becoming so important. It's insanely important, and then actionable intel. So, uh, you know, our our whole thing is we're trying to build a, a suite of products that uh, basically cut down on the time and and make the job faster. Because Patrick, what you said, I mean, I hear it. I hear it at, at drone conferences. You know, I hear it on 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 one on one conversations. It's like ah, uh, you know, there's a really terrible car crash. Well. We'll just map it the next day, and it's like, okay, you can, but, you know, a lot of this stuff will be gone, you know, by then. And I just think night is the – night ops and dark, you know, areas, that's like the next frontier. It's like the Mars, if you will. I think people understand it. They know it's heading in that direction, but there's a lot of night uses that people don't understand like we say, like drone lights, it's like, okay, cool, I can just fly at night. Well, and do what and how and how does it integrate with all the other equipment? It's a really cool time. It is, and uh, we ran out of time, so the show's no longer live, still being recorded, but um, I think it's a, um, I think you hit on some points with good conversation, talking a lot about the uh, night, it's, you know, a lot, big part of our day. But um, so anyway, Antonio, I'd like to say thank you for uh, being on, and uh, you know, uh, I hope to run into you in the future. My absolute pleasure, and and absolutely, I will. Are you in NorCal, Patrick? I am. I'm in Sacramento. Okay. Yeah, I will definitely look to run into you in the future for sure. And uh, Gene, I'm supposed to go uh, to Texas um, next month as well, so. Uh, I'll let you know uh, where I end up and what that looks like, and there might even be some locate stuff, too, so I'll keep you in the loop. Outstanding. Well, we'll keep the gate open for you. I love it. All right. Well, Gentlemen, time, such everyone. a pleasure. It was. It was a good conversation. All right. Well, have, everyone have a good one, and we'll see you next time. Awesome. Thanks, yeah. Patrick. Thanks, Gene. You All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. 
There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ShumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.